Thank you for having us on your amazing new podcast. Um, so, first off, who are you uh, and what are you doing? Well, I'm Emily Braithwaite and this is Alan. Um, together we are... Yellow Taxi. <laughs> Yellow Taxi. Well, we've got a couple of businesses and I think that's kind of part of what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, yeah, we've got a business called Bailey Bell Tents, which is a mobile glamping company where we put bell tents up for people having parties in uh, Hampshire and the surrounding areas. We do go further afield than mainly Hampshire. And then we've got Yellow Tuxedo, which is our... It's, it's, it's basically we show businesses how to maximise their online presence to bring traffic to their, their world, their website, their ecosystem. And it's about getting new people in rather than kind of... I've gone off on a ramp. Well, <laughs> I think as small business owners, we get quite overwhelmed by it. We're told to do social media all the time. We're told to post on Facebook three times. Hold on, we're jumping straight into this. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to backtrack and please just go back to Mike for some introduction. We're, we're, we're told to do all this. And actually, what we want to do is with Yellow Tuxedo to show people how to simplify that process and how to understand how to bring traffic to their website using the tools that are already available. Right, and, and this is an amazing example, isn't it? Because mm. literally, can we talk about when this is recorded compared to when it's going out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Sure. So hold on, I'll say this is it. So we're recording today. Yeah. Tomorrow on Yellow Tuxedo, which is Wednesday the 29th, we are doing a YouTube video on how to do what you're doing today, yeah. which is recording a podcast and a YouTube video at the same time. And the the plethora, oh, I love that. the plethora <laughs> of content that gives you, you know, and, and as we were talking about in our kind of warm-up coffee, we have gone way in straight in. As we were no, talking about it, it is, you've got to market your business somehow and the marketing always takes up time so you've kind of got you know you can do targeted marketing or you can I mean you should all do a bit of all of it you know targeted marketing or a bit of like kind of bigger brand awareness marketing where you're bringing people into your ecosystem and we like to think it's a balance between both isn't it because who's to say that targeted marketing is actually going to work anyway? yeah yeah definitely Okay. Anyway, rant over. <laughs> Warm up, rant over. We can calm down. And, yeah. So, what are you up to at the moment? What What do you do? Well, at the moment, so obviously we have our two businesses, but we also have three very small children. So we're kind of having a balance between work life and home life at the moment. But at the moment, we're in, we're in January. It's very much about setting goals and getting people streamlined for the year and working out how they're going to be marketing themselves this year. So we're working with some amazing businesses, one of which is a gin company. Yes. <laughs> if any other gin companies want to come to us, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. They're like my dream client. And we're working with them to understand what their websites are currently doing. We are working on keyword strategies we're working on their their content strategy every year so we've got a lot in the process at the moment mm. as well as I well, we, we are doing a lot of keyword work aren't we because it, it sort of underpins everything and, you know. yeah that's quite big on your social at the moment with Yellow Tuxedo in particular like obviously Yellow Tuxedo is about supporting businesses yeah. and kind of growing the the marketing aspect and content strategy all that sort of stuff and I've seen a lot on recently about the kind of the keyword strategy well, and, and I think it's important and um, because as I've said, it underpins every single touch point you do, whether it's on your website, whether it's in your advertising, whether it's in your social media hashtags, all of that comes. If you don't understand how people are finding your business, then all your work can be completely in vain. So if you get that right from the start and understand how people are interacting with you, how they're finding you, then you can sort of 
plan around that. And yeah. it's such a stressful time when you think about social media and you kind of hit and hope sometimes, especially when we're so busy running our actual businesses. Like for you, coaching, oh, what are we so. doing? You're, you're trying to focus on the hockey and actually... You don't want to be spending time going, how do I do this Facebook post today? What am I, what am I scheduling? Why am I talking to camera? That's quite exhausting. So actually, by getting those fundamentals of your keywords right, then everything else becomes a lot simpler. And, and, and yeah, absolutely. I mean, because it's so what we we talk about. Okay, let's say you've got Facebook and Instagram. You're sort of told that's where you're, or you think that's where your ideal client hangs out. You've got a few thousand followers, which is amazing, and you're putting posts out into that. It, that's kind of an extended version of networking, which is an amazing form of marketing. We know that. But what about those new people? Where where are the new? Where's the organic coming from? Where's the people you kind of didn't think could become a customer yesterday to, for tomorrow? You know, and and that's about working Google. That's about people using Google to find things they want to know about, to find answers to questions they have, and and that. Is where keywords comes into. If you get your keywords right, those new people you weren't even thinking about today, they're going to find you into your ecosystem, and before you know it, they're clients and customers. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's what we—that's what we're doing a lot of at the moment, isn't it? So, like, you've got Yellowtech Sego, you've got Bay Bay Bailey, such a song twister, and a small family. Uh, how do you balance it all? How do you prioritise? How do you, yeah, how do you manage it all? So there's two strands to that, really. So number one, it's bloody hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's not being around the I think we, and Alice, we do a great deal of firefighting quite a lot because ultimately we have got sports they're six, four, and two. So they're, they're, by no means, they're, they're still very much nappies. The youngest ones are nappies. Yeah, so we're still trying to deal right. with coping with how to work out how our family's working. Um, not only that, we have two very distinct businesses that are very different. Our, our baby business is very seasonal. So from March to September, we are full on in the thick of fields and garden parties and stuff. And we're banging pe- pegs in the ground and very sort of physical. And this business that we're working with, Yellow Tuxedo, is 12 months of the year. We're continually answering emails. We're doing coaching all the time. We're talking to people. So there's quite a lot to kind of juggle and making sure that we do as a you know, husband and wife team, get that balance right is really important to us mm-hmm. because um, we said pre-recording to this, we really tend to be, you know, we talk about work all the time, don't we? From, from the moment we have our first cup of coffee in the morning <laughs> to the time we put our head on the pillow, we are in the thick of the Yeah, and we should say, we, we do love that. And, and actually I had um, a bit of a, not, not it wasn't heated, but a nice Instagram conversation with a local business coach about work-life balance recently talking about you know living to working to live and all these other things and and i kind of sort of went with yeah the anomaly is when you love what you do so much but you can't really regard it as work and we're not a million miles away from that yeah i'm in the same boat as you guys like sport 101 for me yeah it's really busy there's a lot going on and everything else but actually i just bloody love it you know it's just i can't see me doing anything else and you know, having that, uh, being in that fortunate position where actually I, I do get to do what I love every day. Yeah. Okay, I don't work seven and a half hours a day, five days a week. Mm-hmm. I work seven days a week, whatever. <laughs> but I love it. Like, I wouldn't change it. There's no way that you change it. But I think to have that kind of feeling, you still need to make sure you enjoy the other parts of your sure. life. And I think that's what you guys do really well. You enjoy your family life. You 
you have the other projects going on and, and you, you build that time in. We're, we're still quite active, aren't we? Sorry. Yeah, we, we, with, our, with our family, some of the things, they're non-negotiables. We know that actually when we're not working, we are 100% with our kids and, and spending time with them. Like, we in our working, we, we, we do, we, we say we, we schedule it and we, we time block. We, we try to time block and often fail because we get quite... Passionate. Yeah, that goes out the window if suddenly the kids are something happens. We have, yeah, two, we have yeah. two kids at school, so our school um, regime of going to school and then coming back gives us a big block in the, in the, in the daytime. But also Fridays are our non-negotiables that we spend time with. We down tools, we spend time with our youngest. The weekends, we're fully in with the family. I love to say you said Friday's non-negotiable. We try for it to be non-negotiable. <laughs> Work gets done. Work gets done. I think you just have I'm to. I'm the same. Friday's my like, non-coaching day. So Friday's a day where I don't go on the pitch. And it's my admin day. It's no. Maybe editing day, yeah. you know, it's the day when I can kind of catch up on, on stuff during the week. Where this is fun. Okay, you know, and it's one of those cities that if we were employed directly, currently we would be being paid to do this, right? And therefore, like recording a podcast with your mates is a fun thing to do. We're not, it's our business. So exactly. we're still having fun. It's part of our business. We've got to do, you know, going all the way back to what I kind of ranted about at the beginning, in a nice round, is you've got to market your business somehow. Yeah. So why not record a podcast with your mates, podcast with your mates in a YouTube video discussing your businesses? You, exactly. run, you, know, you need the content, you need to put it out there. Oh, we're talking about balancing this week. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. It's been a long walk. <laughs> I think it, we've had to just get reorganised as, as the key thing for us to be productive and to actually succeed in the business. We've been running Bailey for eight years now, and it's kind of if we hadn't got to this point now, we would never have succeeded because we've had to make sure that we have that block of time. We know that we are spending time in this business or that yeah. business. We are spending the time with the kids we are doing marketing this week we do so we have a project plan of what we want to achieve every single month and we we try and stick to it we, we do and we, you know we have to make sure our diaries are up to date it sounds really stupid we, we have a shared yeah. diary and you know it, it can't be on a piece of paper because of how much stuff goes in balancing the kids it's got to sink across us yeah, you know, it's your automation like, oh, isn't it, it, it makes, apple calendar is literally saved, saved your life, life. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> our, our, our um our accountant and what's the business services company we use, Green Zebra, um, they, they put a post up this morning about which bit of software has made the most difference to streamlining your business. And she mentioned in it Canva, Zero, and all these other things. And I went, no, no iCloud. I said, Emily and I have both got iPhones, we've both got MacBooks, and it's as simple as I've taken a photo of us doing this podcast. By the time we finish the podcast, that will be synced across both devices and on Emily's devices for one of us to insta story, create a blog. You know, there's none of this, how do I get this photo across that? You know, you mentioned notes earlier. It's like we write a note that and share that note out. That's appeared on all our devices, really. We create our Instagram posts on our computers and then just copy and paste them in rather than tap away on our phones because I'm in my 40s and that's hard work I'm not, I'm not <laughs> IT, you know? um, and, and, and yeah absolutely and I think it's putting a bit of effort into streamlining and making things easy does mean that when we're with the kids we can try and switch off as much as we do it's try definitely to. getting systems in place and if you don't have a system then and that's what you've taught me because I'm more of a, a the creative you're one. the creative you're, you're the tech yeah. person and actually Alan, Alan's imparted that I mean getting those systems in in place first is going to serve you really well yeah so we all get the days where we're super productive we smash our job list we get yeah. through it all how do you get through the days when you open up your job list on notes or you get into your diary and you're like i just don't want to do this today like what have you got any anything which kind of 
you do, do you kind of accept those days a little bit? Or so, do you force it through? Like, how do you deal with those? We days? have day, days like that quite a lot, don't we? It, it, ultimately, we are, we are young parents and then we get a lot of days that we're actually exhausted. And some days we try and smash through the list and go, this is really hard and we kind of split up. One of us will go into the office and shut the door and just try and get some work done. Other days, we just put Netflix on. And we, we honestly, we go, we go, actually, do you know, today we're not going to get anything productive done. I'm absolutely shattered. That's okay. You're allowed to be shattered sometimes. Mm. And actually, switching off, shutting the computer down and just putting the TV on occasionally is absolutely okay because otherwise you're going to not give you the best self. You're not going to give the best work out there. And you'd much rather do it on a day where you're feeling mentally ready to do that. I mean, yes, sometimes you just have to get through the list and the non-negotiation, you have to get through the list. You're, you're speaking to a client. You have to speak to a client. You've got to do it. I think visualising your end goal at the end of it is really important. Why? Your why is it why? And we always talk about our why for why we're doing this. And, and that for us is having that that financial freedom and time to spend with our families later on down the line. So actually, I'm going to kick myself at the bum and I'm going to sit there and I'm going to work today. Uh, uh, yeah, so I, I do find we are in a very fortunate position that there are two of us and let's say we live and work together so we do sort of motivate each other quite well to go, actually, you've got, you've got that partner in crime just yeah. to give you a kick in the ass. Funny enough, it's only really dawned on me probably in the past few months how different being there it is being... Oh. There's two of us. How different <laughs> there's two of us in our business compared to one. And and I I question whether I would have stuck it out this long if it was just me and my business. Yeah. I, I I think I may have given up if I'm really but, brutally honest. But it, it is tough being well you're not yeah. So, yeah. so, so yeah. And that, for me it's I got some really fantastic advice when I first started, and it was the days where you feel on it smash it yeah do your 15 hour days you know get into gary vaynerchuk grind like yeah. absolutely smash on those days on the days where you're really struggling do what has to get done yeah, and then relax else. and then but be okay with that like you don't get yourself. go start, no, you know smashing yourself in because you're you haven't done 20 jobs actually you need to know actually on the days where you feel really on it get up at six yeah. smash your job list but on the days where you don't one, one other no, thing, so it is so true. You, you can't beat yourself up about this. One other thing that I've found for me, and again, I have got Adam as my partner in crime, but I've actually found myself an accountability buddy, someone who's completely mm. separate to our ecosystem, and um, a good friend of mine, Danielle, and we literally, she has, has a completely different business. She owns a massive wedding venue in the Up and over, and regardless of what your business is, we all have the same stuff going on. We still have the clients to deal with. We still have the sort of the mental blocks. We still have the financing to do it. All of that is the same. doesn't matter what you're doing. All the problems are the same and whatever scale you're on. And actually having her just to bounce off, we have a WhatsApp um, sort of message going on. And occasionally, if we're feeling really crap, we'll just text each other and give me a kick up the bum. And it's actually quite nice to have someone who's completely separate to what you're doing just to say, you're okay, you're fine, let's, let's keep going. And that, that, that's really good. I also, I was sitting here thinking in my head about those days. What I found with me, I, I, I try and keep this quiet, but I'm quite animated. I don't know. I really am. I'm feeling negative and a bit grumpy and a bit flat and a bit down that still comes out quite animated and what I'll do is flounce around the house for about half an hour moaning and whinging going come on Emily let's go out let's go and do that while Emily's actually quite productive but what I actually sometimes find is that 30 minute vent Mm -hmm. and then go no I can't I know what I want I know why we're doing this shut up get on with it you know and luckily I've kind of got I'm quite self-aware so I actually know 30 minutes flouncing and venting I can get back on it but it's that need and you know in this modern mental health way actually just getting it out 
is sometimes really important for me they're sharing it and then unfortunately then sometimes take Emily down with me <laughs> we try not to happen but it does happen every now and then yeah and I think you need to have that event and coming back to your why so if there are so many coaches out there and this is probably the people are probably thinking these guys run weddings and business marketing what's the link to Sport 101 and for me it's there are so many kind of coaches that are independent freelancer almost their own micro businesses which is why I was really keen to talk to you guys because it's so easy for people to think oh I'm not a business because I'm just an independent coach I go and do my school stuff whatever but actually understanding your marketing your social strategy all that sort of stuff can help you as an independent coach land extra jobs if you're you know if you need those extra hours or whatever having a presence of being out there does make a difference Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's important, though, to make sure that your message is clear and consistent and positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there is yeah. so much negativity within social media, particularly... No one needs it. No one, know, needs it. no one wants it, no one needs it. Exactly. It's not, and I think, actually, sometimes it's just making sure you stay positive in your message. So for those little independent guys, is there anything that you would suggest, you know, they're, they're not wanting to take over the world or whatever, no. they just wanted to be better with themselves. Have you got any kind of tips for those guys? Uh, I, I, a slight backstory. Um, years and years ago, I think when I was still employed, I was on a SAG do actually. And How'd that work out? Well, we won't go into that. <laughs> and one of the guys in the SAG do I'd met for the first time, quite a bit older than me, and he said, oh, what do you sell, Alan? I said, what do you mean, what do I sell? I, I do this. He said, no, no, everyone sells something. And, and for some reason, that stuck with me. And the more I kind of think about it, the more I think about people employed, people self-employed, et cetera, et cetera, everyone sells something. Mm-hmm. And funny you're talking about the coaches. I, um, I've kind of got a side foot in outdoor activity instructing. And I'm in a couple of Facebook groups. And I think sometimes people forget that they are selling. Now, I don't mean that in the dirty way. Mm-hmm. I mean that as exactly as you said as about the coaches you know, is that they are a business. Ultimately, they are trying to be paid for a service they're providing. Therefore, they are selling themselves. So therefore, thinking about it as in, I am actually trying to sell, regardless of what you think, whether I'm trying to sell directly or whether I'm trying to get you engaged in me as a person and my brand, doesn't matter. You're still trying to sell. So I, I think one of my tips is if you think you are, you, if not if you think, if you are a one-man band solopreneur or even bigger, accept the fact you're selling and deal with that and then make sure you've got an amazing brand surrounding you that people are going to want to be involved in. And, and that's what we yeah. try to do because no one actually likes being sold to. So, but I, you know. I think what you said about the positive nature is really, really important as well because you have to think about, you, you may build a community, you might have a Facebook page where you have thousands of people coming to see you, amazing, but you'll still find a new person interacting with your brand every single day of the week. Therefore, if you are having an off day and that's reflected in your social media, that first touch point is good with that customer it's going to be a negative view and they do not need to see that they don't need to see that you've not posted to Facebook in a month and you're apologising for that fact Mm. they want to know what you're doing what your clear brand is they want to understand who you are and get a sense of who you are straight away in in a snapshot yeah no totally and we talk about it as in they're getting to know like and trust you before they've actually even met you and that's so important you know what's the other thing we talk about your your authority Uh, you know that's not being an authoritarian about your your online authority, are you trustworthy, and, and what's your content? What's your content? And it's like, oh, they, that, that, that outdoor, 
instructor, that hockey coach, that business, uh, they seem to know what they're talking about. I quite like how they're coming across. I will follow them. I won't be in the other side of the And the other thing with that, that no like and trust fact is that uh, so we, we all know it. people buy from people so therefore make sure that if you are part of your brand or your service that your face is front and centre get to know the people who are watching you and understanding what you're, what you're talking about yeah and I think looking at somebody you know who we know who I'm going to get on the podcast um, pretty soon Joe Doherty yeah. he I think he does he never will consider himself a salesman but what he puts out in the world from a social media view, Absolutely. you know, rad days and, you know, going out and just enjoying life and so positive on social media and in what he does, but it's none of its force. It's yeah. so natural. And he's also a very gifted instructor. Yeah, yeah, he's an incredibly gifted instructor. So actually he has that ability to what he's talked about is so genuine and yeah. so authentic. And I think that sometimes get people when people like say they're trying to sell they think it's like yeah Joe's a really good example I think if you sort of if Joe suddenly dawned on him that he was selling himself I think that may actually knock him for six a little bit and it's like yeah but you are because Joe's latest adventures and what he's done. He is he's a salesperson for the experience and the fact that other young children can aspire to be what he's done, do what he's done. That is sales in its, in its most basic sense. The fact mm-hmm. that you know he's showing people what they could achieve if they put their mind to it, and that is selling. Whether they're giving a physical product or not, that is selling. I think the, the other, and we go back to the positivity thing. Yeah. Hockey's in a funny place at the moment. There's so many people really quick to like jump on. Oh, that's that's no good, this is mm. shit, like everything else. Whereas actually, what people don't realise is when they put that out there, that's, that's in the world at that point. And yes. if you're then connected to a brand yeah. or a company or whatever, and all you do is spout negativity, why would people want to go and be involved in that? Like, And, yeah. and so for me, cool. you know, I'm a naturally, yeah, exactly. So I'm a naturally positive person and I, you know, I'd like to think that, yeah, we all have bad days where, you know, we're definitely not positive, but actually... When you're marketing yourself on social media, like that is you representing your brand, your company, everything else. And if only people see of you is having a snipe at somebody else because and it always gets it's not right. You know, that's and, not, it's not clever. And you shouldn't think about, oh, well, I need to be positive as no. in I'm lying or anything like that. No, because no. actually, being positive is self-perpetuating, isn't it? You, you know, what is, what's the one I think? It's actually more difficult. I, I think Chris Evans was talking about this on the radio. It's more difficult to choose to be negative oh, yeah. than it is to choose to be positive. It actually takes more effort to be negative than it does to be positive. And it is a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I say, everyone's allowed a bad day. You know, I talked about my flouncy rappings around the house in here. It wasn't like a bad day, but fundamentally, bad days are minority. Uh, you know, we talk about 97% and 3%. A lot of businesses are actually geared up for the 3% of clients who are actually trying to catch you out and everything. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Um, you know, a lot of businesses are, are built up for the 3% of bad experience, bad clients. Whereas if you build your business around the 97% of positive clients and positive experiences, then the 3% will look after itself. It's kind of not a problem, you know. Just, oh, well, that one happened away with that type of thing. And, and that's what we did with Bailey and Beltons. We used to charge a damage waiver. Three years in, we were discussing this. The admin was a nightmare. Uh, the clients were like, well, how do you want that? It was extra faff for them. We sat there and worked out we never had to keep a damage waiver. 
So we stopped the damage waiver. We yeah. stopped it, right? And in the wedding world, people are like, what, you don't charge a damage waiver for your belt? And so like, no, we don't. And since then, we've had a few experiences where we need to send out a damage invoice. 100% being paid. I was trying to think, was there one that wasn't paid or were they all paid? They've all been paid. Everyone's been paid. And we've had like tents wrecked by like... The Venger boys. The Venger boys. boys wrecked our tents. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we should... Uh, I just did. I just allegedly, 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 this is... We've just talked about things going out in the public world. <laughs> allegedly. Unconfirmed. Allegedly. I don't think they're still alive, are they the Venger boys? Of course they're still alive. <laughs> We're talking about positivity here. And, you know, and that's exactly that. So we've twisted Bailey to be more about the positive than the negative. And it, and it made a massive difference to the growth of uh, Bailey and Beltones. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so, top five social media marketing tips, quick fire. Quick oh, yeah. fire. And know your brand and make sure that your brand is aligned across all of your platforms that you're using. Don't overthink it, just do it. Uh, making sure that you are regular with your posting. That doesn't mean every single day. If, that's, if you haven't got anything to say, don't say it. It's best if you put some quality out than not at all. Uh, work on the bigger macro pieces of content rather than the micro pieces of content because macro content like a blog, podcast, YouTube video will give you your micro content but you can structure and plan yeah, out. That's it, yeah. and, and just schedule. I think the best thing is to think yeah. about it ahead. Work out what your message is maybe over a week, a month, a quarter. It doesn't matter. Get that message across and it will give you a lot less stress and anxiety of like, oh my God, I don't know what to post. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that was not scripted, yet was beautifully timed. The value went into yeah, between two of you. Like oh, that. that was a dream. <laughs> we spent a lot of time together, so these things naturally. You can see the links quite a lot, don't we? Yeah, you couldn't have found that any better. Um, so, what's then next for Yellow Tuxedo? So with Yellow Tuxedo, we want to spend a lot more time working with these amazing businesses like, like yourselves out there who are just trying to work out where they want to position themselves in the world. So we're going to continue with what we're doing with our consulting. Um, we have a bit of an aspiration to do a bit more outsourcing and working. We love doing YouTube. We love doing videos. We want to show other people how to use video a bit more. Yeah, we, we would. And, and uh, you know, we want to grow with bigger clients. So we're very focused on... Um, uh, small businesses and kind of entrepreneurs at the moment but we want to increase our kind of field to be kind of medium businesses or larger businesses you know so. I think our, our USP with us compared to other sort of digital agencies out there is the fact that we want to show people to practically do it for themselves and yeah. take control I think not many people are doing that they have to outsource it but really understanding what your traffic's doing and what your brand's doing is really important to know that if you do outsource later on you, you can still have control of your business that's the biggest thing for me when I first started I had no clue about social I kind of gave it to one of the guys to look after because I thought, oh, it's a, it's a minor thing. But actually, the more I've done, the more I understand. Actually, I think it's helped my business loads because now I understand it so much better. And, it will, and we, we've seen quite a lot of businesses take their outsourcing back in-house because when they outsourced it, they were getting five nicely curated posts a week that weren't really doing it. They were just yeah. nice. You know, and whereas when you're in your business doing it you kind of know what's going on you know what to talk about you know what your message is yeah. and what you want to share out don't you um, so finally where can people find you obviously all this will go into the, the show notes and the, and the description in the YouTube but where can people find you um, well everywhere so you, everywhere. YouTube I would say just type yellow tuxedo in but actually if you type yellow tuxedo into Google currently you'll see loads of blokes in yellow suits yeah. right? which is fine because we are, we are you know we pick that name and we 
are championing it. And we are, we've started to see us appearing, haven't we, on page one for certain things. But yellowtuxedo.co.uk is our website and um, everything's linked to from there. But we're on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Pinterest TikTok. Um, we are just discussing coming back with a podcast. We did a podcast for the Outside Bride, one of our other podcasts. Um, <laughs> everywhere. Cool. <laughs> Thank you very much. Absolutely. No Thank you, Mike. 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 Thank you, Mike.